All right, in today's episode, we're talking to Mr. Kerry Jack from the Happy Hustle podcast. Kerry's an author, uh, an entrepreneur, an eco-warrior, among many other things, but he's a close personal friend and I'm also part of his Happy Hustle Club, and he really teaches people how to achieve balance and avoid burnout for high performers because everybody who's an high performer thinks that there's always more to do. And what inevitably happens is that we end up just being miserable with what we're doing because we're chasing the next project, the next mission, or the next dollar. So we're also going to talk about some partnership strategies, how to connect better. Kerry is a super connector. He knows so many people. <laughs> he's done so many intros for me and he's got some of the biggest guests on his podcast. So the guy knows a thing or two about doing that as well as he's sold over I think one to $5 million in Zoom calls. So Zoom's a free application we can all use. So you're gonna hear his strategy and then his number one partner up power move for connecting um, through Loom. So we're gonna also get into that. There's a three-part framework and very specific sequence on how to develop genuine connections. So I'm excited today. Let's go into the show right now. Welcome everyone to the Partner Up Profits Podcast. I'm your host, Joey Viancourt, a former introverted small towner who now adds value to businesses by sharing the most effective ways to grow and scale using affiliate and influencer partnership strategies. I'll share the lessons I've learned over the past 15 years while helping my clients generate more than 100 million in sales. We'll also dive into productivity hacks, mindset, and the newest trends from real case studies and expert interviews. You're just one partnership away from changing your business. So get ready, partner up, and profit. Let's get into it. All right, we've got Kerry Jack today. Welcome to the Partner Up Profits podcast, man. I'm super excited you're here. I'm excited to share your message and all the value that you have to share with my listeners. So thank you and welcome. Joey, my brother, honored to be here, man. Thank you for having me. Kerry, I'm going to steal a couple playbooks from you here, and I'm going to twist it over and ask you a question. What's something interesting? about you that somebody doesn't know. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's that's my go-to question on my podcast. So I like that you used it. Something interesting that not too many people know. Let's see. I mean, I feel like I talk about a lot of things publicly. I don't talk about my my love affair for Alanis Morissette music much. So, and I know you're Canadian. So, okay. Okay. That's th cool. There yeah. you go. You know, a little ironic, don't you think? Very good. Uh, yeah. I'm actually, I'm a fan of Alanis Morissette. I've got nothing against her. Yeah, me hey, too. Great, great song, singer songwriter. That's cool. Okay. Listen, love that you love a Canadian singer songwriter. I also want to recognize you for a few things that uh, I think it's important that give you some respect here because one, your journey from being like, you're a bit behind the scenes, right? For a little while, you're working with a couple of people and it wasn't like the Carrie Jack show just yet, right? So then you kind of blew up over the past couple of years. And, you know, going on my journey, that's really something I admire about you. Second thing, your sales skills. It seems like you're always super connecting with everybody around you and you know everybody. So that's another thing. You're smiling throughout the entire journey. I've never seen uh, a person happier and also <laughs> hustling but yet still enjoying the journey. And we're gonna talk about exactly how to achieve that type of state. But I'm really excited to get into how you balance all that, keep the smile. And guys, listening, everyone listening today, get excited because Carrie's gonna go be sharing some secrets uh, to being a super connector and how to sell over a million dollars over just Zoom calls. So that's right. It's a free software, Zoom, right? Everyone's got it, everyone's got access to it. Carrie's <laughs> doing million dollar deals over Zoom. So we're gonna talk exactly how he does that and how he connects on multiple levels with people. So I'm gonna also jump into a little bit of a formal bio on Kerry, give him some mad props here. He's a lifestyle <laughs> entrepreneur, he's an author, a podcast host. Kerry, you achieve top 0.5% podcast globally. What exactly does that mean for everyone that's not really sure what that is? Apparently it's based on downloads and it they track it on you know a couple different software listen okay. notes being one of them so yeah so his podcast is big and his guests are even bigger it's it's amazing <laughs> to see professional actor model biohacker eco warrior martial artist humanitarian striving to make a positive impact on the planet and carrie's also the founder of the happy hustle whose mission is to educate inspire entertain while reminding you to enjoy the journey not just the destination as you happy hustle for a life of passion and purpose and i love the passion and purpose line of that and i can't emphasize enough of how i study carrie's techniques of making connections and new 
partnerships every single week. And I'm part of you know his Happy Hustle Club. I get to see that. There's new faces emerging all the time. So it's, it's incredible. And I really want to share how you do that because maybe there are things we can learn from you. Some things come naturally, but I think that you can also share a couple you know tidbits of wisdom today. And one thing before we get started, and it's an interesting thing because you've got a baby on the way, right? I do, baby boy. Yeah. Baby boy, congratulations. Thank and you. There was something uh, on one of the calls we had with the Happy Hustle Club, I think privately I shared with you that it was like, I'm having a hard time disconnecting from family and I'm having a hard time, you know, disconnecting from business while I'm with family and not mm. being resentful that I'm not being as productive as I could be. And it's like, I don't want to live like that. I don't want to have that on my mind, but I think a lot of high performers, you know, have that association with either family or downtime, right? Mm -hmm. That's really dangerous. And then you went and being the guy you are, you're very kind and caring and, you know, supportive. You've recorded a podcast based on this comment that I made. <laughs> and something you said in the podcast was a quote, and I'm paraphrasing and I'm probably going to butcher it, so please correct me. But you said something along the lines of there will always be more work that needs to be done, but there will never be another moment like this right now. Was that kind of accurate? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming from you. So I just remember hearing that. And I remember you also joking about you never say never or always because those are actual trigger words in relationships too. Just heads up on that. But yeah. that really rung true with me. And I think that for the high performers out there, the important thing isn't just hearing something once. It's to develop kind of mantras and discipline and habits around these things. So every time I feel that feeling now, Carrie, I'm repeating that in my head. If I'm mm. a son, I'm like, hey, I should pick up my phone, answer a few emails. And I'm like, I think of that right away. So what mm. we're going to talk about today are prompts to kind of get you through those moments and also just continue to align yourself with purpose, passion, and just blissful balance, as you keep saying through your books and your teachings. So that's a bit of a story intro I wanted to kind of do with you. And we're going to jump to some questions. But I want to, before I do that, I want to ask the personal questions. How are you preparing? How are you feeling with a baby on the way? Because I know you've got the blissful balance going on, but this is a new X factor coming into your life. Yeah, man. Um, well, thank you so much for all the kind words, brother. And you know how much I appreciate you and and value our friendship. And I'm really proud of you too. see what you're building. Like, it's awesome. So kudos to you. Shout out to Joey, like really is a master of the craft. And, and I'm, I know this is going to blow up because you have service at the forefront. So I'm really excited for you. Yeah. In terms of the baby coming, like I'm stoked. I mean, that's what I've been training for, you know, like build the lifestyle business where I have the freedom. That's literally like I'm taking off like all a Q4 pretty much. Like it's just whatever. I'll, I'll work a little bit here and there, but I'm going to just prep everything. So the podcast will be running business. I'll, you know, I'll do my two, three calls a month or whatever for the Happy Hustle Club. And that's like, you know, really, I think one of the things I'm most grateful for about being a lifestyle entrepreneur who has intentionally built a business around the lifestyle I desire. And it's having that freedom. And I always crave three freedoms that I know you do and, and pretty much everyone out there listening will hopefully relate. Time freedom, financial freedom, and, and creative freedom. And that's when you when you live a life on purpose, you can create those freedoms for yourself without burning out. And that's, you know, where the happy hustle really comes into play. Mm, that's a great perspective. And the fact that you've built that before having the baby, uh, I really admire that because that's a journey that's hard to go on when you start to have family and you're like, okay, I just added one more component to this complex machine of my life, right? So good for yeah. you. And you're gonna be an awesome father. And I know you're gonna teach that little man uh, a lot of <laughs> tricks to stay balanced through his life so oh yeah can't wait for family vacations too <laughs> <laughs> yeah um all right well let's uh let's move on to some really good questions here and i think that what i want to get into right away because this one stood out to me and by the way i'm a fan of marketing and i'm a fan of copy and i follow carrie's emails that he sends out got <laughs> some of the best compelling subject lines something that said <laughs> to me and i know it's on everyone's mind it's probably going to be like you know the uh the title it's going to get built in some way what is the secret to selling over Zoom or how are you selling a million dollars in deals over Zoom? Can you just walk us through the process and like what's the journey been like and how you can claim this? <laughs> this is amazing. And to be honest, I don't know when that stat was put on my bio, but it was years ago. So it's probably like 5X that now just in terms of Zoom sales and conversions. But yeah, I, I think the biggest thing with Zoom sales, like when you're not in person or necessarily on the phone 
the the biggest thing is I I go into every interaction, be it a discovery call or like a straight up you know application call where they're attempting to come on one of my events or join the mastermind or if I'm selling someone else's things, I always remind myself, and I use this the phrase always specifically here, remind myself service first. Like, how can I serve this person? How can I add value? Be it a yes or a no, like the goal is to serve. And if I can do that on the calls, typically the conversions take care of themselves if they're a good fit. Okay. So service first, just an example of that. Yeah. I mean, I just got off a call with a a guy right before this and I just started working through his business and brand and and starting to identify potential bottlenecks and things that are holding him back. And that's like off script. Like I do have a talk track that I created. I'm happy to go through it. It's called the roadmap uh, system. And I think that will be probably beneficial for your audience. But, you know, that's like off book. Oh, I see a, a potential weakness right now. Let me stay there, dig in and actually serve. Mm. So kind of like providing value back to the person. Exactly. I, I have seen the roadmap and I think that you've got, uh, I don't know if it's launched yet. So maybe I'm jumping the gun, but there's a sales strategy like session that you put together on how to go through this process every time and it's replicable so Mm -hmm. um, that's that's pretty huge too and and listen for anybody listening like i'm not technically in sales i'm in partnership marketing and you know um yeah we're striking deals but we deal with affiliates and influencers but it's all related you're basically you're trying to strike deals as a salesperson whether it's through commission based or you're actually paying for something it is the same process and i like your process because i've used something similar and it was taught to me by like matt our ceo because i was a very scarcity minded person before starting like my career you know pinching pennies saving money not really thinking the the forward thinking uh, side of things so i used to always be like hey we can't give away products unless i know they're going to make a sale for us right because that's like scarcity mindset. But whenever I, I started to do like, hey, listen, even if you don't decide to promote our product, I'm going to send you a bottle because I want to change your life. And this product will literally do that for you. The response mm. I get from that is is incredible. And sometimes, like often later, we'll get that deal moving because of that abundance factor as opposed to like, oh, we're not going to get anything out of this person. So I'm not going to serve them. So I love yeah. that. I love that. Yeah, man. Yeah, you're um, a master at that, just to highlight you truly. Oh <laughs> you and and I do want to say something and echo a point you made. Like whether you're in quote unquote sales per se, and I think sales has like a negative connotation, like everyone is using persuasion. And that's what we're talking about here. Persuasion, pressure-free persuasion, as my buddy Roy Baden talks about. Like we are all selling, you're selling your wife on what date night is going to be like, right? You're, you know, I'm going to sell my brother on coming to visit. Like, yeah. you know, it's like all we're always in this, this quote unquote persuasive, you know, process. And that's what I love to, to dissect and really help people become better at it, more authentic and really, again, put service first. So that's what we're talking about. I like that. There's something else I heard at some point regarding like you know, if, if you had to use persuasion tactics to get somebody to quit smoking, you would do that, right? Like you want, you sometimes you need to be persuasive to get people to open up their wallet, to make a, a good commitment to something that's gonna change their life. So yeah. I had to adopt that because I'm not a natural salesperson and I always look at it as, I used to actually look at it as, oh, that's being disingenuine if I have to research the person and make an effort to pretend like I know them. But I'm like, actually it's making an effort. It's a good thing. But I love the idea of serving first and then whatever comes of it, whether it's a deal or not, at least you serve the person, you leave them with a smile and there's a good relationship there maybe for uh, future paving of new ones. But back to the million dollars of deals and maybe 5X that now with like $5 million and like <laughs> blowing things up, you're happy now, you're doing the happy hustle thing. What point like through making these deals and stuff did you go through, because I know like a lot of people went through what we call burnout. And burnout's when you completely shut down because like physically, emotionally, you're drained. Did this happen before or after going through that burnout? I mean, you're talking about my journey of burnout? Yeah, like when did you hit the burnout zone? Was this before or after closing millions of dollars of deals or something? Oh, no, I I burned out prior. (laughs) Yeah, no, I burned out like back in 2015, I had a, a tech company in New York City and I was, you know, wearing the fancy monkey suits and my brother and I were pounding the pavement and we had, you know, this 
tech startup with an algorithm we built to quantify feedback. And it had a lot of merit, much more than I initially thought. And it attracted a bunch of venture capital and partnerships with Microsoft and IBM and a bunch of like really promising things. And it all came to a head when we actually had the like the deal memos on the table and and we realized like these come with the five-year exit clause, which means like you're beholden to the business. Obviously, if someone's going to give you seven figures to invest in your company, they want to know you're committed, you know? And so we were just so burnt out, you know, working 100 plus hour weeks and getting roughly five hours of sleep each night that we were just so unhappy, my brother and I. And so we made a, a, a really tough call, a gut-wrenching decision to fold our company, scrap 18 months of hard work, say no to all the partnerships, no to the funding deals. And I moved to Bangkok, Thailand. You know, My brother went back to the University of Florida, got his master's. And it was in Thailand where I started to put the happy in my hustle and really start to like live and, and work in alignment. That's also where I really started to make my first dollars online, just doing like webinars on like goal setting, you know, cause I was like, okay, like, I, I've 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 set in in and achieved goals. That's one thing I can do. And if for everyone out there like listening, if you're unsure of like really where to start, think about like what you have experience in doing. And oftentimes you can serve who you once were more effectively than pretty much anyone else. So so I had results in, oh, okay, I want to be class president. I became class president. Oh, I want to be rep by the top talent agency of the world. I, I became that. You know, I want to play soccer at the highest level and get paid. I achieved that, you know? So it's like, I, I started to like, think about what I have success doing. And I just reverse engineered that and started making money online. And then just realized there was a better way to work and live. And, and that's kind of where the happy hustle came to be. And, and yeah, it's just the rest is history, as they say. That's, that's crazy. And that was, Ian, right? Like that was almost, that's gonna be 10 years soon. Yeah, yeah. That's so yeah, that was probably 2016 when I was in Thailand, I think. Yeah. And I've heard similar yeah. heroes' journeys of like I hit the wall and then I did, you know, a, a big like big U-turn here in my life. Because it's it's kind of fascinating to me and just from a, a general overview of like everybody that is working online these days, we have every reason to be happy. We can work from home, we don't have to commute. We don't have to be in a boardroom all the time, but yet I think that we're setting ourselves up still for failure and we all inevitably end up burning out because there's no limit to what we can do. There's no, yeah. there's no stopwatch, but what are other reasons you feel like people just are continuing to burn out? And you see a lot of high level entrepreneurs, they're successful, they're making a lot of money, but they're miserable maybe. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people burn out because they don't have barriers first and foremost, you know, like, especially when you're an entrepreneur, the work is never ended. Like there's always more to do. And again, I use that term very specifically. For me, I typically work about 20 hours a week. Like that's, you know, where I'm at. And I didn't honestly, I'll be just straight up with you. I was laying naked next to my pregnant naked wife this morning till 9 a.m. You know, <laughs> like I just like was chilling, just rubbing the little baby bump, you know, 9 a.m. And I know people are like, 5 a.m. club, you got to get up and hustle and eat and blah, blah, blah. And I get that. I respect it. Go get it. I've been a part of the 5 a.m. club. For me, I like the 9 a.m. club just as much. <laughs> so it's everyone's personal preference. You just have to define what success, quote unquote, looks like for you. And then reverse engineer what it's going to take to create that dream reality. You know, and that that I think is how to avoid that burnout, you know, really spend some time thinking through, okay, what is, what does a real solid workday look like where I have that blissful balance personally and professionally, you know, and right now, if you're not there, then what do you need to do to change it? Mm. So first off, yeah, that way of waking up, I could see that that's a good, uh, that's a good <laughs> aspiration to get to. I do something similar, like every morning routine is bottles, uh, you know, with the babies in bed with us. And then we open the curtains, we look out over like the river. And that to me is like, if nothing else happened today, I just had the biggest win in my life. Like, yeah. Love. And it took a while though, because at first I was like, hey, I got to rush downstairs. I got to get everything done. I got to get back to my work and I got to... And I'm like, well, what am I doing the work for? Like, because I'm not enjoying this moment anymore and it's hard. So one of the things that Carrie has, which is, uh, I've got it on my fridge. It's a fridge magnet and it's uh, all about the alignments. And we're gonna talk about his book, The Happy Hustle in a second, but I love the, the magnet. I, I love tokens of things of reminders. So I, you know, I need that reminder in my life 
because it's like, oh, you hear it once and you hear a quote and it's a nice quote, but then you move on with your life. You need a plan. You need some sort of accountability factor. So I'd love to talk a bit about the, the, the boundaries you talk about. And I think that you're most likely alluding to the alignments, which are in the book, the 10 alignments. Can you like elaborate on how you set these up, what they are and how people can kind of use them? For sure, man. Yeah. I mean, I just essentially broke down my life and, and I think there's a lot of people out there who create systems, you know, the five F's, you know, faith, family, fitness, fun, whatever, like like there's a lot of systems out there. I personally just didn't think they went deep enough. And I thought, okay, well, what are the real areas of priority that I need to focus on? And so I just did it for myself, scratched my own itch and realized, whoa, I feel amazing, like focusing on these areas. Um, And then it started just kind of taking off from there, helping other people focus on these similar areas because they're universal at at their core. Um, It makes up an acronym just so people can remember it. It's the soul mapping acronym. So soul mapping is your soul's map to the blissfully balanced promised land. And each one of those different letters represents an area of life. I call them an alignment. So the S, if you want. I Actually, you want to just uh, put everyone through a quick assessment and we could do it for you. Let's do it. Yeah, I, I've done it in the in the past. I know we do it on our happy hustle clubs, but this is something that I think rather than just being like a, a passive listener to everyone out there, you know, actually participate, be an active participant here and take notes on each of these 10 different areas of your life just for the past 30 days. Think about the past 30 days in each of these 10 different areas. So I'm going to ask a question for each and I want you to actually score yourself one to five. So five is like you're crushing it. You're happy hustling. You're you're really an A in this alignment. One is like an F. You're failing. You need to prioritize change. And then you can fill in the, the gaps in between. So the first one, S, soul, of the soul mapping system, selfless service, right? You know, are you living for your own personal gain and aspirations? Or are you giving your time, your money, your expertise to causes and people in need? Right. So right now, rank yourself one to five in terms of these, you know, in, in terms of selfless service. So you should have a score there. And and we can, if you want to jump in each one, we can hear your response if you want, Joey, or if we can wait to the end, whatever you yeah, want. I'll jump in, you know, like, so I, I rank myself a three. I started to do Kiva, which is something yep. produced through the club. And I was at a one before that. So now I'm, I'm, I'm starting to do something. And again, it made me aware that I had a blind spot of I'm not doing anything with selfless service. So I'm at a three right now. Yeah. And that's it. Like, again, awareness is the first step to change. Mm. So you have to be aware. So then the O, optimized health. Are you, you know, feeling mentally, physically, and emotionally optimized, strong? Or are you, you know, shoving crap down the pie hole, as I (laughs) like to say in the most un-PC way. But that's what, unfortunately, you know, people are doing. They're not being conscious what they put in their body. I know you are big into health and performance. You being ex, you know, bodybuilder and, and you know, you're shredded still are. I think if you want to perform and happy hustle at your highest capacity, health has to be a part of the equation. So rank one to five where you're at in this one. So Joey, let's hear it. Yeah, probably a three, not working out as hard as I used to, but still hitting it. Good. Well, hey, you're still hitting it. You're okay in getting by in terms of what we, so that's what three is typically, you know, and I think it's good just to be aware. The U is unplugged digitally. Unplugging digitally is like one of the most difficult things for Mm. high-performing entrepreneurs these days. And we're so hyper-connected, but you have to put down the devices if you really want to have the most fulfilling, abundant life, because life happens outside of our devices. And like true, like precious moments, like being present. It, it's not going to be while scrolling Instagram, unfortunately, you know, you, it's going to be with your kid, like you said, feeding the bottle and open the, the the blinds to see the river. Like that's the kind of stuff that that makes the memory. So you have to think about unplugging digitally, where you at in this one. Five is you're crushing it. You're very diligent when you're using your devices. They're not using you. Or one is like, you're constantly connected. You're constantly watching Netflix, listening to podcasts on your social media, whatever. Where are you at in this one, Joey? Yeah, I think I'm at a four. Uh, I'd like a little bit more nature connection, so not a solid five yet. Hey, I love it. L, loving relationships. You know, what's it all for if you don't have love in your life? So for me and you, I know this is a, a big priority. And I think there's plenty of case studies on very wealthy, successful, quote unquote, people who have all the the toys 
but you look at their relationships, they're falling apart. Their kids don't know them. Like that's not success to me. That's not someone I aspire to be. So mm. you have to make sure that loving relationships is constantly top of mind and that you're, you're valuing your, your significant other, your kids, your family, your friends, your inner circle, you know? So that's the L loving relationships. Where you at Joey? I'm at a five. I'm, I'm that's, that's been my goal, man. It's not about the money. It's just about building a life you love. Otherwise what's it for, right? Amen, brother. So that's the soul part. So everyone listening should have four scores. And I hope this is, you know, bringing awareness to maybe where you're lacking, right? So then we get into the mapping part. The M is mindful spirituality. You know, I think you have to have a higher power, a part of the conversation. Like, I don't truly care what you believe in. It's just one, you know, belief or another. That's not important to me or or one religion or another. I think it's just so pivotal if you want to aspire to really be your best version that you have faith in a higher power, you connect to something bigger than yourself. So let's hear where you're at in this one. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm a four and here's, here's one thing I want to kind of hammer home. Manifestation is, is part of this. So you're talking about goal setting a while ago and goal setting doesn't always get connected to this, like mindfulness practice, but it is like, you're asking the universe for something. And when I started to actually leverage that around seven years ago, when I first joined like bioptimizers and utopia, and I started to get into that mindset, it's changed my life, you know? So I I'm definitely a four could be better. So that's where I'm at. Hey, that's it, man. We're always getting better, you know, and making sure that uh, like we just grow. And, and I think manifestation is a, a huge part of it. Mm. All right. A abundance financially, right? Just you got to have, you know, enough to make sure that you are living your dream reality. Like, can you spend, invest and save wisely? Or are you living paycheck to paycheck? If you're, if you're f living in fear of your finances, it's, you're not going to be free. And that's really what we all crave again those three freedoms creative freedom time freedom financial freedom so that is abundance financially and again you can you can look at your life and and you can be super critical but at the end of the day like more is not always better and i don't like i keep saying these words always and ever now you got me thinking about them but uh, but yeah it's really like once there there's studies done in in this arena actually a nobel prize winning laureate talked about the correlation between money and happiness. And it's it's actually a, uh, a far, you know, less number than you would think. And it just, I think this whole concept of money really gets clouded in the entrepreneurial journey. As long as you can do the things you want to do happily and you have the freedom, you know, that's that's what I think most people aspire to. So anyway, where are you at in A? I'm at a five. And, you know, it's interesting you're bringing it up because it's like, yeah, I'm not making a million dollars a day, okay? Yeah. But I'm loving life. I can do what I want. I can provide for my family. And I've I've just, I've reached that happiness point of what I'm doing and what I'm making. So do I want to make more? Sure, why not? But yeah. I don't need it to be happier. So I'm at a five. I like where yeah, I'm at. I love it, man. I, and the, reason, the way I look at money too is like, the more I make, the more I can give. And that's really what drives me, truly. So that's where I think it is important if the, if those are your aspirations. P, personal development. You know, you're either growing and evolving or you're shrinking and dissolving. Where are you at in the spectrum, right? Uh, are you listening and watching and, and reading inspirational and educational content daily? Or maybe not so much. You're watching rom-coms and horror movies, you know? Anyway, where are you at in P? Probably at a four. Yeah, I could cut out maybe a couple hours of Netflix here and there, but also it's like my unplug time, you know, sometimes hey, I need that too. But I'm I hear you. Before. No, I hear you, man. It can't, for me, it's, it's not supposed to always be personal development, personal development, you know, because then too much of anything, you, you will ultimately, you know, get bored or burn out. So I think it's important to have that that balance in all these, right? The second P is passionate hobbies, you know, making sure that you are doing fun things that you actually enjoy right? That, you know, bring you like happiness. I, and this is when I see a lot of high performers lacking. They take care of their clients. They'll take care of their family. They'll take care of their business, their team, but they don't take care of themselves. They don't put their fun activities on the calendar and actually adhere to them. For me, you know, when I have a, a date to go fly fishing with myself, it gets the same priority as a business meeting, as my date night, as all of it, because I know that's going to fill my cup. Right. So it's just, you have to really prioritize passionate hobbies. That is like 
oftentimes the essence of of where this joy can come from. And then when you are away from your business, oftentimes you have newfound creativity and you can pull from these out, outside experiences. And then you go back to your business and you're so much more productive. So I say fun is fundamental. So anyway, where are you at in this one? P. Love it. I'm, I'm at a two. And, you know, I was going to, I was going to kind of give myself a, a scapegoat here and say, well, Carrie, you know, I'm doing my course, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I've got to get it all out. And I'm realizing like, this is why it's good to revisit this exercise. It's not about trying to get to the end destination faster. So I need to check myself there. I need to say, you know what, maybe I need to find a bit more time to go paddleboarding, get out on the boat, do something like that I want to do instead of just trying to get everything crammed in. So I need the reminder too, right? So I'm at a two. I'm, I'm, I'm locking. Well, there, you know, at least we're, we're taking stock, right? And that's what it's all about. So the I, impactful work, you know, infusing your passion, your purpose, and ultimately to make a positive impact. You know, I think this one, it's, it's difficult for people who are working for other people oftentimes to see the light at the end of the tunnel, unless you're aligned with a company that really you believe in, which I know you are, but like, there's a lot of people out there who aren't and they're sacrificing their soul in the process for a paycheck. And and I don't think that's a fair trade personally. So you have to take stock in it. And maybe if you're one of those people, you have to be courageous and make a shift, you know? So I think this is um, a big one if you really want to have that life of blissful balance and, and happy hustle. So where are you at in the eye? Impactful work. Oh, man, I'm at, I'm at a five. I'm really happy and I'm harmonizing both business, personal and passions. And I'm working towards, you know, bigger things and uh, continuously. So yeah, solid five for me. Love it, man. And then, and nature connection, really just getting outside, you know, at the core, connecting with mother, mother nature and just enjoying this beautiful planet. I don't think enough people do that. And I also, I also loop in like actually protecting the planet in nature connection, like being a conscious consumer, making choices where you are supporting B corporations, companies that focus on the triple bottom line, people planning in the profits. You know, it's like, these are things that actually matter. Your choices matter. And, and it's a part of nature connection. So we can have our children and their children enjoy this beautiful planet. So mm. where are you at in the end? Nature connect. About a four, I think, you know, I like to go outside with my kid every day if, if it's nice, you know, and, and try to get my feet in the grass and jump on the trampoline and do some active things. And, you know, uh, again, kind of going on a tangent, but being a parent now, I'm very cautious about devices and I don't want him to associate fun through devices just yet. He's only two and a half years old. So I'm very conscious of that. And I want him to have creativity, imagination. And, you know, oftentimes we're just out playing with sticks or playing with trucks and like having fun like that. So I think that for me, like that's really, I'm really passionate about that side of it right now because of the parenting side, but also the environmental side, of course, as a parent now, um, it's even more important and significant in my life. Yeah, I, I totally hear you. And honestly, man, you're crushing it in a lot of these alignments. You know, I think the important thing for everyone to do now, since we have these 10 scores, I like to aggregate them. So you add them up. And if you're 40 or above, you're happy hustling. So congratulations. If you're 39 or below, well, unfortunately, you're not happy hustling. You got work to do. And this is something, you know, I personally do every Sunday evening. I look at the week prior and I just have taken stock on where I need to prioritize change, right? This is something we do every two weeks in our Happy Hustle Club. But the the, the goal is to do it and understand where you are lacking so you, then you can make that change necessary. So for you, man, you now know, okay, I need to give myself a little bit more fun and free time, right? For passionate hobbies. And and that, that's a good, that's a good reminder, right? So that's the 10 alignments. And, and that's how we measure ourselves. I, I love it. And I, I hope everyone was taking notes. And all of this can be found on Kerry's site, kerryjack.com. He's got all the frameworks created. It's a done for you system. And honestly, I'll, I'll give a couple other things that are really impacting my life specifically with regards to the alignments. You know, there's multiple ways that there's, there's multiple methods and systems out there and frameworks people can use. This one really resonated with me because obviously I'm an entrepreneur, uh, I'm, I'm working online and it just, you know, you've got the perfect messaging. If we're talking to copywriters and marketers today, like I think you've aligned yourself perfectly with this avatar and this demographic. Um, but one, I think that I've never achieved, oh, no, sorry, I shouldn't say I've never <laughs> achieved this much in a long time. 
And I don't know what it was, if it's like, I just got into the habit of like, oh, it's, everything's kind of good enough. And you know, um, so one, I would say that I, I was able to launch a podcast. I was able to start developing a course. Um, I was able to start putting myself first in a lot of ways and taking time out of a day, you know, at, around four o'clock when I'd usually tune out um, and I'd go start doing something else. I'm having the Happy Hustle Club now and I'm meeting with these other guys that are high performers and we're all struggling in some pillar or element that day. And by unifying us together, we're having a conversation and we feel like we're bonding. And it's, it's just such a great experience to have. And through that, you know, through the two week meetups, I'm accountable and there's yeah. you know, some cash accountability. So there's a bit yeah. of incentives, but it's like, I finally launched the podcast. I finally launched my course. And it was just by putting a little bit of awareness and attention and I, I, you know, I'm shameless self endorsement here of the going on, but uh, you, it's buddy. a true testament to what you have and your mission and your, your communication to people. The other thing too, that I wanted to bring up and I, I kind of skipped over it, but I want to go back to it. I'm very passionate about people um, not accepting status quo as their norm. And it's hard when you get used to that. And, and I've been through it and we've all kind of been in that situation where it's like, it's good enough, you know, and uh, you know, it's just the way it is. And uh, maybe one day, if you catch yourself saying those things, you know, those are trigger words, those are red flags in your life and it's not going to change overnight. And yes, it's going to be hard. And the first step is awareness, like Carrie's mentioning, but then keeping some sort of, whether Carrie's your guy or someone else's, but again, Carrie is the master at this. So why do you want anyone else? You need someone in your life. You need coaches, just like you need workout partners or people to kind of coach you in that. Uh, it's okay if we're not strong enough. And I heard something recently, it was like, there was a stoism video that I caught through bioptimizers and we were looking at it together. And it said like, you know, something about like, you know, giving up or refusing to give up isn't failure, I guess, right? So it's like, even if you're not at where you wanna be in your life yet, don't give up, you know? And Carrie, like I, you didn't start, you burnt out in 2016, you reinvented yourself, reinvented your path, your journey. How long did it take you to like get in this zone you're in now? Yeah, I mean, it, it really is. And thank you for the kind words, man. I really appreciate you. And I, I love seeing you on the Happy Hustle Club meeting. And, and that accountability is great for everyone. Like for me too, that's why I love doing it. You know, having, I think to your point, accountability can be like one of your greatest strengths. So whether it's the Happy Hustle Club or any other thing, I just urge everyone to find accountability mm. and, or create it yourself. Um, but yeah, the journey, man, has been interesting. I think everything you know, just uh, builds upon oneself. I, I've always been an entrepreneur, you know, from an early age, just, I love the art of the deal you know, from like soccer camp business to construction to, you know, the lemonade stand and a lot of things in between some illegal that I shouldn't have been doing. You know, I learned a lot. So I don't know. I mean, the journey has taken a long time. <laughs> I mean, I've probably been quote unquote, like doing legit business activity for 20 years, you know, so that's just to keep it real. It's, it takes time, you know, anything worth doing does. Mm. Do you ever catch yourself saying things like that? Like, this is good enough, you know, uh, maybe one day. And do you kind of like catch yourself doing that these days at all? And it's like, whoa, what's that? What's that guy saying now? Yeah, I think we all do. There's, there's times where I, I catch myself like comparing and despairing to others, mm. which I think that's a human nature. We, we do that sometimes. And for me, I just want to remind myself in those moments, you're right where you need to be. You're on your path and enjoy this moment. Put, you know, put the joy in the journey. Like I, I it, it's good because I, I like have this public accountability through my brand in that sense, you know, <laughs> like if I'm not happy hustling, like I don't want to be ever that foo roof, like who's like say one thing does another, you know what I mean? That's, BS. I don't, I don't like that, you know, that that even exists in our world, but it does. So I, I choose to be the example. And so when I, those, you know, beliefs pop up or that talk, that internal negative talk pops into my head, I'll, I'll just remind myself, you know, I'm right where I need to be. Man. Yeah. That's another, that's another great affirmation to continue as like a mantra too. And everyone catches themselves doing this. And with social media out there now, it's so easy just to say like, wow, I'm having a bad day. Look at everyone else having a great day. But those are snapshots of life. It's not actual life. And mm. you know, unfortunately, unfortunately, fortunately, social media is here to stay. But 
I love your message. Love the mission you're on to. And you are by no means a furu. <laughs> I mean, let's talk about the book a little bit. I think that, you know, I've got like four copies here because Carrie's been kind enough so I can gift some out. Uh, the Happy Hustle book. I've read it. I love the anecdotal structure to it. It's a really fun read, by the way. What else do you have coming out and what else is going on and who should pick up this book? Yeah, well, thank you, man. The book was the culmination of like all of these 10 alignments in action. And then I, I give happy hustle hacks for each. Like, so if you do have a lower score in alignment, you can actually improve it. The next book is coming out in August, actually. And August 22nd, um, as of right now, and it's going to be similar in, in, you know, nature, except much more professional, <laughs> less pictures of me in my speedo. You know, I did layer in a bunch of pictures, fun, fun. Pic I made it fun and conversational, but now this is like a professionally really high level book more to serve a broader audience. And it, it really is like a culmination of thousands of hours all coming into this version 2.0 of the Happy Hustle book. So that's coming out in August. But if they want the, the current book, which I think has value too, you can attest to it potentially. But it, you know, it's at thehappyhustlebook.com. You can get that. It's actually free. You just have about the shipping and handling and then we send yeah. it right to you. Okay, no problem. Yeah. So go check out the book um, and check out version 2.0. I'm definitely going to be checking it out. But like, yeah. hold on. So you got the book launching and is, is baby coming in August too? Baby's coming in September. September. Okay. So you got a month buffer maybe to get the book out and just, yeah, do, yeah. Thing. just do a book launch and then have a baby. So I know casual and then go bow hunting in <laughs> early September. And I, I think that I'm a little bit bummed. The one component that you guys have in a baby is that the Montana mastermind is going to be probably on a hiatus for the foreseeable future until, until baby can come with us or baby and mama can deal without Carrie. So we'll see, but look, Oh no, those are happening. <laughs> those are happening. We're doing a, a March Montana mastermind. We'll do multiple next summer too. So yeah, those will keep on keeping on. Awesome. All right. Well, again, the happy hustle book.com. We're also, you can check them out. Carriejack.com. Uh, IG handle carry underscore Jack. Everyone knows how to find people these days. So if you can't find them, then I guess you're out of luck, but I've got some specific questions that I like to ask and I stole this from you. So heads up. Yeah. Okay. Play okay. some here. You got the happy hustle hack and I wanted to do what I like to call the partner up profits power move. Okay. okay. So it's like, I want to combine everyone's knowledge and, and pick everyone's brain and say, what's your number one partner up power move that you do in business to connect on a deeper level? So maybe you're trying to get in touch with somebody. Maybe you want to close a, a better deal with a person, but it's connection strategy. So something unique you've done that's worked or something that's worked on you from somebody else. Hmm. Connection strategies. I mean, honestly, I'm at that point where I, I get introduced to people like daily and I introduce people daily and I don't label myself a super connector on LinkedIn and all like I know like I've met a super connector on LinkedIn we <laughs> we did a 10 minute coffee virtual coffee he rapid fired me through his questions on tell me about your family what about this so you know like it was so unauthentic it was a script of him super connecting and then he tried to super connect me someone who was not at all part of like what i wanted to be like connected to and i was like this is absolute crap <laughs> you know so it's like my strategy is like authentic synergies like literally thinking about who is in my network and who I can serve, you know, the person that I'm currently communicating with by linking those two people up. And that, and, and, and I really make a point to do it. You know, that's one thing when people say, Oh, I should connect you with this person. And then they don't do it. Mm. And it's like, well, you just broke my trust. And if you want to win in business and life, you have to have trust. People need to know, like, and trust you as they sit, right? And so do what you say you're going to do. That's probably the, the key takeaway when it comes to authentically and strategically connecting people. I like that. And I think, you know, being genuine is, like you said, there's so many people out there <clears throat> doing outreach and, and trying to do this in a way that it's like, there's a script for sure. Everyone's got a framework to follow, but do it with some passion and some interest in the person, not just like, you know, let's close another deal here. But another one that Carrie introduced me to, and I wanted to also bring this up because talk about your Loom video strategy. Like, you know, you're constantly connecting with people over Loom videos. Just want to elaborate a little bit how you do that. Yeah, I think, and it's not only Loom. I do it, you know, 
Instagram or LinkedIn or, you know, text message, email, like video messaging is the best form of messaging, in my opinion, you know, email and text and DM and all these other ways to interact with people are far less superior than in an authentic video where people can look you in your face and get that emotion. Like, you know, 70% of all communication is done with nonverbal body language. So if you're just texting someone, it's not going to communicate the same warmth or positive effect that you seek. So I make it a point to send video messages. And my structure for that is, again, different for each person. But it's typically gratitude, you know, or like, a, a hey, was thinking about you expressing some form of gratitude for them in the past or how they positively impacted me, service, and then potentially a opportunity, call to action, ask, et cetera. Mm. And then gratitude again, and then ending on service. And it's like, it, I literally bake in all that in a 60 second video. You know, I was like, Hey, Joey, what's up, man? So good to, you know, see you pop up in my DMs. I just want to send you this quick message. because I was thinking about you, man. I just want to say how much the partner of profits podcast positively impacted me. Our time together was just like, it was inspiring. I really love what you're up to. You know, if there's any way I can serve you or bring you on my show and, and just, you know, shoot you, you know, an, an email with my calendar link to get that going. I'd love to support you any way I can. Oh, by the way, if you want to come on one of my trips, my masterminds would love to have you, you know, just, I think, you know, it'd be a great time. Makes a business with pleasure. Again, man, just so grateful for you. Let me know any way I can support you. Talk to you later much love. You know, it's like 60 seconds. And that's easy. That's a three-step process, right? Gratitude, yeah. service, call to action, 60 seconds. Yeah. Don't be boring. Don't go over yeah. five minutes. You know, no yeah. time for that either. So I think it is important to be punchy and just kind of compelling in it. So awesome yeah. power move, man. Appreciate that. Now we're moving into the rapid fire round, which again, this is what I stole from you. So thank you for being <laughs> such a, what do they say? Plagiarism is a form of a flattery. So there you go. I, I did recap my questions a little bit differently. So let's hop into it. You know the drill. This is the Carrie Jack special here. So we're going to go through let's 10 questions. It. Instantly, what comes to your mind? And, uh, you know, we don't tell stories, we just tell punchlines. Favorite food? Uh, Greek salad. Mm. Best memory? Oh, wow. Well, finding out my baby is coming into this world uh, when my wife told me she was pregnant at a sushi restaurant and I'm waving around the uh, the pregnancy thing at the sushi sushi bar. <laughs> if you had another go around and you got to write a new story of your life, what would it be in 30 seconds or less? Oh, I would have been a badass uh, U.S. Marine, probably like special forces. Mm. I just I just didn't love authority. Still don't. So but I, I definitely would have been a badass special forces operator. I could see that. What's the best productivity hack you've implemented in your business? Oh, probably this like timer on my uh, computer, like where I set time, like a, a time block and I just have an alarm and then I'll throw in jumps on the uh, mini trampoline in between time blocks. Okay, I like that one. I'm a big fan of time blocking too. The next one's a trick question, all right? But I have to say <laughs> the way it's presented, it's do you want to retire, yes or no? And if yes, what else would you be doing? And if not, what are you continuing to do? Yeah. I, I don't I don't plan on retiring. I think I've, I've struck gold with like what I'm doing, just connecting with awesome people. And I'll just keep on podcasting, having badass events, you know, hosting like-minded people and, and growing personally and professionally. One thing I am going to do more of is I'll start my nonprofit probably this year and really lean into the Happy Hustle Foundation. So. Nice. Isn't it amazing? We ha we live in a world now where that's possible, where like 50 years ago, everyone wanted to retire, get out of it, you know, the rat race. Now it's like, nobody wants to retire. And yeah. a lot of people, it's like, I want to move more into nonprofit. I want to move more into. No so I think that it's just, yeah, it's giving back. So what a great time to be alive. What book mm -hmm. you your life? A Peaceful Warrior by Dan Millman. Okay. What does, what do you want to be remembered for? Oh, I would say just for being grateful and authentic person of service, you know, with a little bit of charisma and humor. And the Speedo shots, of course. <laughs> yeah, maybe my man thong on, on the beach at Model Beach Volleyball in All Miami. Right. <laughs> we, we go deep on these questions. And the, the purpose was, even though you and I know each other fairly well, uh, you don't always get an opportunity to talk through a lot of things on a podcast. So I'm like, you know what, we're always going to take a bit of time to go personal here. So 
for those listening, what's one skill you'd recommend that everybody develops early on in their career or their life that's going to be most impactful throughout the rest of their life? Conflict resolution. Yeah. And I, and I'm not like, I never claimed to be the master of anything, but I did grow up in somewhat of a, you know, broken home and lots of like adversity and drama in the home, mental, physical, emotional abuse. And I, I developed anger problems, which is weird staying the happy hustler, you know, but I was a very angry kid in person. And I went to years of anger management. If you can believe it. I don't know if you know that. No. Uh, and I learned how to like, you know, essentially diffuse conflict and work through it in my own self where I didn't let the emotions overcome my being. And I think if you can understand how to better resolve conflict, you will ultimately be not only a happier, more fulfilled person, but you'll be a better leader and and ultimately a better human. So that's what I would say. Mm. I didn't, yeah, that's something interesting I didn't know about you. And uh, that's incredible because you do not look like an unhappy guy or, uh, you know, so kudos to you for going down that journey. And yeah. one of the books that was, it's a very basic book, but the five love languages was something that started that for me of like, oh, wow, yeah. so my wife doesn't like it when I do that because it's not her. Like those awareness factors, again, we talked about them today. So great. I, I love that one too. All right. So what's one thing, you know, you and I meet up in a year from today. What are we celebrating when we meet up? Probably the birth of twins, uh, hopefully, because I want to, I'd like to have twins and hopefully, you know, just we're celebrating your podcast being number one. I love both those things. Don't you know if you're having twins yet or not though? Isn't that like already covered? Well, this one's not twins. So that's what I'm saying the next route. Oh, this is just one boy. You're manifesting already. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to put more babies in her, you know? All right, last one. What's one bucket list item that you want to do or just a new chapter in your life that you still want to write? Honestly, I've been actually thinking about like joining some type of like civilian or military like special forces group as a vigilante so in some capacity i'd like that so i don't talk publicly about it but i'd like to really you know make a positive impact on this world and sometimes it takes you know extreme measures so yeah i'd like to i'd like to write that chapter and i'd also like to really dive into my philanthropic work with the native american community and uh the happy hustle foundation so two extremes but you asked i i did ask great question or great great answer <laughs> questions man uh i really i i love that section of everything and of course i love the whole conversation really enjoyed the time together today thank you for coming on the show and uh just you know delivering massive value and everyone listening go check out thehappyhustlebook.com and everything else carries up to you know the guy's on fire and he's a super connector whether he labels himself as that or not so follow learn and try to immerse yourself in what he's doing it's going to help you in your careers as well so carrie any last words before we wrap up joey man love you brother i'm always here to support you any way i can i'm proud of you and uh yeah keep on happy hustling everyone peace and love me too man all right guys thanks for watching and listening we'll see you on the next one that's all we've got for this partner up Promise podcast episode as always, I hope you leave here today with one new idea that you can apply to your life and business. I'd be forever grateful to you for leaving a review of this episode. And if you like it, rate it a five or give it a thumbs up and just leave a quick comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. Also, make sure to link up with us at partnerupprofits.com on social media. And please just share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. Until next time, remember, you're just one partnership away from changing your business. Let others do the selling for you and get ready to partner up and profit.